What's up, everybody? Hello. This week's episode of O Jeremiah Talks. It's a public episode. We've missed you. Uh, and we're all locked in our apartments, in our houses, at our parents, wherever you are. We are all going through it together. Thanks for joining us today. This episode has nothing to do with April Fool's Day. Oh, I forgot. This isn't going to be out on April Fool's yeah. Day. But My least favorite I'm a, holiday, I would say. Same. I don't super understand it. Um, but I'm very curious as to see what everyone's going to turn the... Oh, I'm a little bit scared to see what people are going to post about April Fool's Day. But anyways, this podcast has nothing to do with that. But if you celebrate, then... Tell us how you celebrate, because I don't really know how. I just, I just or don't why. get it. Yeah. Or, or why. exactly why. I'm so literal. I don't get it. But this episode is with our friends Hannah and Miles Johnson and baby Theodore's in the background cooing. He does coo. He is he brand will. new. He still has the tags on him. That's how new Theodore is. Brand new coo. But they are our closest friends, and we met them pretty immediately when we moved to Athens, Georgia. And uh, this this episode... It's it's funny because we we recorded this before the quarantine and stuff happened, and there was talks of quarantining and social distancing, and this was the last conversation we had in our apartment with someone before we were all locked away. Oh, you're so right. Yeah. So this was very di- this we recorded this in a very different world than the one we're living in now. So yes. there's a little talk of social distancing, but, but not, not what we're all thinking about now. Because we did not know that it would have it would be so serious for us. So. Yeah, this was like weeks ago. But anyways, these friends, as you will hear in this episode, we have been through some ups and downs with them. And this conversation was really healing for me personally to kind of tie up some loose ends on some conflict that we've had with each other. And that was just kind of on accident. But it just led to be a really just like a a really good conversation with them. And I'm really thankful for them as people and for just like allowing this story to be heard by all because it is we very much explain how we navigated an adult conflict <laughs> yeah because this is way less about just the four of us and or the five of us six of us if you count noodles yeah what? It, it's your re- counting <laughs> it's really, I'm good at counting it's really just about we don't talk enough about how awkward it is to have adult relationships you know in high school we we're all put together in a classroom and that's how you make your friends but this was much more of a how do we navigate being in our late 20s, early 30s and staying friends? And now it's how do you keep in touch with those friends when you're locked in your apartment? Hmm. So this yeah. week's episode, O. Yeah. Jeremiah talks about adult friendships with uh-huh. your girl E, obviously, your boy M, and your girl H. For Okay. Do we need to say, for anyone that tuned into our live show last week thank you for listening we super appreciate that uh we also did a we tried a live podcast last night it will be we're we're trying it we're trying it tonight tonight. so we don't know and i'm trying to like speak as if it's like current so anyways if you like those if they're interesting to you then let us know we're trying to figure out how to stay isolated without being able to perform and like do shows so um let us know what you want more of also, we love you. There, I said it. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Let's okay. do it. But those are surprisingly still available. I got you a bag of French eggs. You did? I don't yeah. like Nestle You got chocolate. me a bag? Yeah. Where are they? They're at our house. Wait, Aww. you bought her a bag? 
Yeah. I've been yeah. eating those. What? You've been eating Aaron's crunches? <laughs> you literally watched me and Wait, you, you took got one them from recently? Me. Yeah. Hannah got me crunches. That's Hannah, really sweet. That is, That's so nice that of is, you. You are crucifying me on purpose. Because I know. I didn't tell you. Absolutely did not tell me. And Miles? you took one from me the other day. I need you to go ahead and stop eating I've been my eating crunch eggs. Here's what I like about like Miles. Here's what I like about Miles. <laughs> Aaron, or you eating crunch eggs is crucifixion. That's what I love about how dramatic. Wait, I don't understand that. true. He just said that Hannah crucified him for eating <laughs> crunch <laughs> eggs. <laughs> Literally said the word crucified. I did. But that's because you, an Easter you put on a show as if I was doing <laughs> something horrible when you knew exactly what I was doing. So here we are Shoot. in our living room. Thank you, Hannah. I'm touched, even if they're gone. It <laughs> is 1030. There's one left. I don't even like them. I, won't even like, I don't even like you them. Don't I won't even eat them again. Why, why it are is 1030 on Friday night. <laughs> we are, I think, two days into this quarantine thing. We're uh, not quarantined. We're, we're, we we're in a very... Social um, distancing. It, we are in social distancing. It is very encouraged that we not leave ever. We socially distance ourselves by... Getting together in by the getting same together room. and, and putting our, their newborn baby at risk in a different apartment. Other. And our first idea was to get the get the six get the of us in a, room in a different location. Yes. Uh, had you told me that a month ago this is what it would look like, I would not have believed you. But I will say, I, I said this earlier. Miles, oh, oh, first let me introduce you. Also, you're double padding the back of your newborn, and it's really fun. If I stop. He'll yeah. literally start crying. No, no, no. Don't, don't, stop. no you don't, don't have stop, to prove it. Stop, stop, you don't have to prove it. <laughs> so, don't stop. Don't. Ladies and gentlemen, we have on our green couch the first interview where the guests are on the green couch. Uh, we have Miles and Hannah Johnson and their one month old Theo. What's up? They are one of the first uh, couples that we met whenever we moved to Athens, Georgia. We became instant BFFs. So we've had slumbies. Couple friends? Biffles. When we moved to Athens? No, no, I'm asking, are they, have we ever had like a, this close of a couple friend before? No, like definitely not. Close. Here, I'll say it and I'll not be weird about it. Maybe this is weird. What if you just the started f- crying for no reason? <laughs> Shut up. The four of us are better than we are individually with each other. Yeah, it's yeah. a package deal. Okay, that's hundred percent. I don't mean For spouse sure. wise. Like I'm better with Jeremiah than I am with if you guys. If Aaron and Miles leave right. the room, but me and Hannah are super nervous. And like even, that's it just like, happened. It just, we- yes, it's just <laughs> when the four of us get together, it is magic. Well, now it's six of us because now we have Theo and we have Noodles. But whenever it's when someone's gone. The 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 odd man out it feels cheated sense. on. I bet Noodles and Theo feel super weird when we all leave the room. Too. She asks about yeah. you every time you leave. Uh-huh. It's really weird. Remember when Miles wasn't with us when the Trump when Trump was elected? Yes, that was yeah. the first was, time. That was the first time. And then before that, though, he went to the went church to the fall festival with us. <gasps> I was the first one left out. You're the first you one were. left out. And guess what? This little joker did. We said, "Hey, we're gra- we're cheap, and we haven't eaten dinner yet. We're gonna grab Taco Bell on the way." And your husband said, no, I don't want anything. Lies. I didn't Little want to did be that know guy. That his now order we, is two state cases. Now we know that he's oh like, no, one time, one so time we, we were headed to y'all's place to hang really late at night. And we we're like, hey, we're going to Taco Bell on the way in. Does anyone want anything? And Miles, you, you text us like 10 times. You're like, 
give me the box no tell me what's in the box first can you give me a quesarita make two quesarinas and you text like 10 things and you're like just make your best judgment call if the box like, is a good bro. deal i will always get the box <laughs> if not i will default to two everything at taco bell is two dollars it's a good deal no quesaritos no, are hella expensive they are so are chalupas chalupas hannah introduced me to the chalupa i will say i i recognize inflation when i'm going through a drive-thru at a fast um, food place excuse you i taught you that does that make it any less true? No, but also one time the four of us racked up a $30 Taco Bell bill. Which sounds the same as like dropping like $300 on jeans or something. Yeah. Like we went for it. Yeah. Chalupa's quesarita is out the wazoo. So one of the things they don't tell you when you get married is how wonderful it is to have couple friends because you start looking for people as a package deal. Like, yeah, I don't know if I like him, though. Like, you can't be friends with her because I, I don't like him that much. Yeah. Like, that is like a legitimate yeah. issue that yeah, we go through. Hard. So you got we met you at a brewery. It was like a Sunday afternoon. I was three beers in and we were just like having a good time. Is you it weird that I were... My, sorry. You asked me who my, like what kind of music I like to listen to. And, and I, I think I you said like, something. I think you said the oh, hellos. I think is what you said. Maybe. Or Penny and Sparrow. That's probably oh, what it was. Yeah. That makes yeah. way more sense. And then I, this is really creepy, but I remember like the shirt that you were wearing. <gasps> what was it? Yes, it was that a is dance creepy. top and you were wearing it in public. Was it like beige, pink? Yeah, it was like a lacy thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, your shirt's super cute. And you're like, thanks. Do you want to get hot chocolate sometime? <laughs> and oh. swap <laughs> and swap like, pictures of our weddings because we were, ma- we were married in the same We month. found out we got married in the same, like within two weeks of each other. Yeah. Yes. January and then all 4th. these similarities yeah. started coming together. And we became instant friends. But I feel like I'm maybe I'm wrong because we had dinner once. Y'all introduced th- us to the Enneagram and you did you make us carbonara? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But <laughs> I think we did one dinner together, but our second hang, if I remember, Miles wasn't there and it was Hannah and it was during the election. Yeah. And I, I remember the fall festival, festival would have been first, first. Because that was October election was November. Right. Wow. Yeah. But right. Maybe so. But I remember thinking, if this chick can make it through the election with us, we're going to be besties with these two people. Even though Miles wasn't there, which I thought was a weird move that you came and hung out with us for the election. No, I didn't want to be by myself. I I said I don't want Hannah to be by herself tonight. Yeah, because I was at dance. I was at rehearsal and and y'all were You legitimately showed them like deep YouTube videos of me. That no one has ever seen. Oh, yeah. That's Without crazy. my permission. Because we yes. gave up on the election. And then we, we just did. started watching. It yes. got depressing really, really quick. So we were like, do you want to watch these like, weird videos I had videos no choice but to be vulnerable guitar? with you. Yeah. We also ate chocolate and almonds. Wow, I have a great oh, memory. Wow. I, forced, I forced Miles' vulnerability, which apparently happens a lot. You do a that lot. a lot. She, on your behalf, which is a very noble thing to sure. do. Aren't so, you glad she did? Uh-huh. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> So I, when I think about you guys, I think, especially in this season, because you have a one-month-old, yeah, I've thought a lot about what it looks like to be, be in a, a intimate friendship as adults and how that kind of changes a ton. Yeah. And I think that you could, if you listed our friendship on a graph, like you could pinpoint certain eras of our friendship. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we had the honeymoon phase or the election phase, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we had, because, you know, we used to have like slumbies and we would we would hang out like five times a there, week. Yeah, there was a, there was like a, a time where we saw each other like three or four There times was legitimately a honeymoon phase. Yeah. And Jeremiah went out of town and I stayed the night with you guys for like four nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't super hang that. I think I left at like six a.m. every day. Yeah, you went came here. And there was a yeah, there was a time we were like 
are we spending too much time together like, yes yes I, I stayed at your house for a while when i didn't we didn't have a place to live yep. we and lived like, here for a you while lived, <laughs> yeah we also looked at a house together <laughs> yep we thought about going in on a house but also, yeah we also <laughs> have had ups and downs and i keep comparing our friendship to relationships yeah. that i've been into like with one person and how like it has this up and down gradual thing and i don't think that we as a society talk enough about what it's like to navigate adult friendships yeah mm-hmm. because it's awkward and it's weird and like there are no rules to it and we kind of figure it out as we go because i think like really quick like for a soulmate or for your spouse, you find that one person, right? And so you have to do everything to make that work. But like with friendships, there's no like rules of making, or there's no glorification in like making it last, right? So like you have less like unwritten rules about it of like how to push through and make it work. And then you can also just, it's easier to just be like, okay, we're, I don't have to deal with that anymore. Like I'm done. I'm not going to push through. Right. Right. For sure. And I remember very specifically how bummed I was. This is very, this is not going to make me look great. And I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. How bummed I was the day we found out y'all were pregnant. And I remember thinking, oh, like this is, this is the crux of our friendship. Like mm-hmm. this is where it all shifts and changes. I remember being in Kroger and you were, they asked me, you went to the bathroom or something and Miles in and Kroger? Hannah. Kroger? We were in, <laughs> Right. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't even know where the bathroom is in Kroger. Yeah. Yeah. It's at the end. He can find a bathroom anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am at my best at a public restroom. Like a lot of people are like uncomfortable uh, about like what they do in there. I'd like turn it up. Sure. Sorry. Okay. Well, so you're in the bathroom, I think. Now I don't know. But, and you guys came up to me and were like, hey, is is Jeremiah okay? Because whenever Jeremiah's in a funk, everyone can tell. Like it's very easy to tell. And I was like, no, no, no. He's like, he's like totally fine. But like, I knew he wasn't. But I didn't want, you guys had just found out you were pregnant. Also, we did too for that story. Yeah. So a quick, a quick catch up. (laughs) We were so close. We found out that you guys were pregnant. Like, Three hours after you found out. Like a friend's episode. Which is not the recommended time frame for finding out that your friends are pregnant. So we were, you were learning how you felt about being pregnant. At the same time, we were learning how it felt, how we felt about you guys being pregnant. Yeah. But. Usually, I guess friends get it like via text or something. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. I picture like, you know, like the weird photo shoot where his hand's on your belly and it's like, we have a secret. And then that's how I've figured you guys would tell us what? it probably would have been a week and we would have like hung out with y'all and then told y'all yeah, you like giving you a us. present or something yeah oh what would you have gotten us crunch eggs <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry uh that's actually kind of appropriate i'm into that no. yeah it wouldn't have been out it was easter mm. it wasn't i would have saved you a crunch egg no you, mm. saved it a Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> but i i'm not I'm not proud of being bummed, but I think we had that the honeymoon phase was skyrocket. You know, we had all these different ups and downs in our relationship and I'm, I'm not familiar enough with our friends having kids to where I could picture a scenario that did not end up with us not being friends anymore. Also, we were, can I say we were, co- we were coming, coming up from a down. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. A V low down. Yeah. Yeah. We were V low. We were like. To the point where, like, maybe we should, like, maybe the band's breaking up. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like a, it was like a, um, we were on a break situation. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then, 
we had like pushed through it and we were like, okay, like it's probably going to be normal again. Yeah. And then it almost instantly was not normal again. And I don't think it's been normal since then, but I think that's a problem that I have. I, I don't, I do. I think we talked about this a little bit on this, but I do a really bad job living in the middle. I'm either like, it's amazing or it's terrible and we should never see those people again. Like I do a really bad job of being like, yeah, that was okay. Like it wasn't the best, but it's like fine. Um, where I feel like Aaron does a great job of that, which is like, Oh, we'll just get him next time. It's fine. But we had gone through probably six months of, Hey, this doesn't feel the same. Do we push through? What does it look like now? Again, very similar feelings you feel like when you're like, do I break up with this person? Like, does it have the juice still? Like, did we lose the juice? And then that's, yeah. Uh, d- did y'all feel similar things at that time? I don't, I don't know. I mean, cause y'all also had the weight of, it was your kid that was about to be born. So like, you probably weren't thinking about that as much. Uh, I was, yeah. in the, kind of a similar way. I was like concerned that Miles and I's relationship would change. Um, I'm, I mean, I've never been, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of like a, a, a diehard loyal person when I finally feel loyal to somebody. So like, I don't, I don't know if I've ever been like, I'm always willing to like, keep trying to put in the work. And like, there's, there's like several times like in a given week now where I'm like, I should text him just to let them know that like we're still thinking about them that we still want to hang out that like we don't want things to be different um but to that i'm also kind of a romantic in the way that i won't like always acknowledge how much things are different and like what what feels different so like i i definitely like i definitely there were moments like there was, there's been moments where i've been like well yeah things are kind of weird and like obviously having a kid changes things um as we've found out trying to record a podcast with a baby uh, who is unpredictable and is wide awake for some reason right now. Uh, Staring at your forehead. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like I, I, I at least feel there was a moment where I was like, okay, having a baby is going to be negative and, and it's going to be different negative, you know, sure. uh, I at least at now feel like it's going to be different positive. Oh, interesting. Okay. Not not necessarily that it like things are going to be like different in a positive way, but like it's going to be different and it's going to be fine. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Do- I don't cuz like just like in a like going back to the honeymoon thing, the newness of anything is going to like wear off. I <clears throat> we had such a strong like chemistry of the four of us. That, like, that newness was, like, so strong. Unlike most... It was unlike any friendship I'd ever had because I'd never had, like, such a strong relationship as, like, a four, Mm -hmm. a group of four. Do you know what I mean? So it was unlike anything that I could compare it to. And so I think, like, no matter what, like, you hit the first hiccup from, like, something that, like, was working so, like, so unusually well it's always going to be different. Like I've, like I've, I've, that's something like I'm very comfortable knowing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause you can't go back. Like just like Jeremiah and I can't go back to our honeymoon phase of whenever we first started dating. Like we, we might can tap into that space every now and then, but it's never going to look like that. We're never sure. going to be those people again, you know? Right. Cause we, I think even in the, what are we, how long have we known each other? You guys three, uh, four years, four years. Four years? Yeah. 
even in that time frame, like all of us have changed like significantly. Yeah, individually. Our identities yeah. have changed. Yeah. Individually, relationally, like like so, so many different things have have happened. And so like I'm very aware of the differences in that way and I think and I think that's okay. Yeah. I, d- I don't I don't I think the reason I don't have a ton of like verbiage for it is because like I don't know that we have late and of course I mean and I say this all secondary to you guys being parents now but like I don't think the four of us have landed into whatever the new normal will look like I think we're almost like hovering above it and we're all just kind of like waiting to like settle into what that newness will look like. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like we're all just kind of like, okay, what's it going to look like? What's it going to look like? What's it going to look like? And then we're just waiting to like plant. And I think that's okay. Yeah. You know, our normal changes like every three days now though. Like, hmm. like he's changing so <laughs> rapidly and like the first year, you know, everything is different like every other day. So it's like, uh, even somebody I was talking to today was like, um, I know somebody who has a two-year-old and we hang out a lot and they're like, you know, they figured that out. Like your, your schedule will settle in eventually, like mm-hmm. in, before you really know it, like two years isn't that long. But, um, but like right now it's like, we're still trying to figure out what we can even do with him, you know, like, right. Um, so it's definitely not gonna have settled. I feel like at this point. Yeah. I remember like being in that honeymoon phase and like thinking I was like I was just kind of waiting for th- for something to happen. Mm. And I think we talked about that, but like maybe I'm just like a pessimist, but like I was like this can't be this good for forever. We did sort know? of like acknowledge like at some point we're going to want to not hang out with each other, right? <laughs> like mm. I don't know. Which was realistic, I think. Yeah. So Yeah, cuz I think I've felt that <laughs> in every relationship I've been in and we definitely did not our the honeymoon phase of our friendship made me realize how important boundaries are probably Mm -hmm. in friendships something that I don't think about a ton but it I think it's like you say the word pessimist I think for me whenever because I I would enjoy the honeymoon phase whatever and the pessimist in me doesn't think like, oh, something's going to go wrong, whatever. But the second something did go wrong, I was like, oh, it's all over now. Mm-hmm. Like, because Aaron's talking about like, we're floating above our new normal. The pessimist in me is like, our new normal is clearly not going to be as good as it was. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the new normal now that Theo's here, which is great for y'all, but for the collective us, like we have... Like now we're looking back at the glory days, which is great if, you know, if you're in a relationship, like you have those like moments are better than others, whatever. Um, But I think I always feel like there's this elephant in the room of that was the best it was going to get. And I don't know if that's insecurity. I don't know if that's accurate. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I wonder like even like thinking about this conversation in the wider context of like people don't talk about adult friendships that much. Like I wonder how many people even find somebody that they feel like that close with, you know, like how, yeah. how often do people even have this experience where they're like, Oh, we had a honeymoon phase as like friends, as a group of people. That's so true. I've never even thought about that. Um, yeah. 
And like, how rare is that? That that's not even like a like how do we uh, like how do we talk about it? How how do we relate to other people about it? Um, and like, how do you think of like what's next? You know, like who who's gone through this? Sure. Um, what's the what's the place that any or the the seven goes? Is it like are you past or present or future? Future. So I'm picturing a world where you guys are not in our lives at all. Interesting. Hmm. Because I think I, because <laughs> fours Scheduling. are fours are past Sorry. oriented, right? Yeah. Which I think it, it, like yeah, plays into how I'm always like, well, like it's never gonna like it. We've always have that like the past to to build upon. Like it's never gonna be like completely over. It's never gonna be like completely like like we can't ignore that we were such good friends. Yeah, I wish I thought that way. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, I'm I, I'm pat nines are past, and I'm yeah. like my mindset is like how how can we let that go? Yeah, when you have this, and I will say I give Aaron credit to this all the time. I'm not going to look good in this podcast for our friend <laughs> for our friendship for sure because I'm going to come out as just like such a loser. But I was ready to jump ship a way sooner than anybody else was because. I felt, and we've, we've already talked about this. This isn't me like telling you guys new information, but like, I felt like I was, for some reason I wanted to like victimize myself, which I think I did in past relationships anyway, but I wanted it to be everyone else's problem. And I don't think I wanted to do any of the work and maybe we're going to talk about like the catalyst and all yeah, this. Do we want to get into it? I do. I always do because I think I've come way further since we talked about it. Um, it's also been a while since we talked about it because we were careful not to talk about it. Right. Um, also, really quick, there's like a, I think it was just my Enneatype and it, it was like a new series. Maybe you can picture oh, yeah. it with me, like the circles. And it was like said the three areas of, like the, your three go-to responses whenever you're in a bad spot. Yeah. And the sevens was like basically bail from a relationship. Wow. Like that was like instantly what they that's. And so I'm saying that because like I, you think you're a bad guy, but babe, like all of your good qualities are awesome. That just happens to be the thing that you struggle no, with. No, I'm outstanding. I get okay. that. Okay. But what I will say, like, I think I've reached this new plane of the Enneagram where my goal is to be so healthy. I never even think about it because I don't want to justify my actions based on, this arbitrary number that people have described me as. And what I will say is I gave it like seven months before I was like, yeah, I think I'm done with this. But did you really mentally give it that or were you already checked out at the beginning of those seven months? I will say in a, in a, for the first time in an adult friendship, I felt dread. I felt misery and I felt grief over our friendship. Mm. Whereas me, I never experienced those things in a friendship before. I listen that Phineas has a song called I lost a friend. Mm -hmm. And when I listened to it for the first time, I thought about y'all too. Mm -hmm. And like from a genuine sadness of like closing a chapter, that's what I felt for like six months. And I, I hung on to it because your girl, Aaron was in it to win it. Like you lasted forever. I think I'm trying to talk more so you can chew your banana bread. Sorry. (laughs) Um, continue. No. Yeah, I... <laughs> Could you have taken a bigger bite? Thank Let's you. Sticks with you. You're I welcome. Think, I think Aaron and, and Miles, like, 
yeah, like kind of carried us through through it. We did. It's okay. Y'all can yeah. say it. <laughs> no. But no, I really quick note that I think is important and I think it could have been like why it was so good at the beginning. You guys introduced us to the Enneagram the first time we hung out and there was such an over like we all we both knew what we were like instantly whenever you told us about it. And there was such a feeling of being known mm. at that table so quickly. Mm. That was so fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that kind of like jump started the connection. But no, I, I've had, I, I don't know if you guys were raised this way, but, and I know it's, it's, I, I don't know that there's a right or wrong. I think there's two different extremes. You're either taught if someone does you wrong, you bail or you're taught, um, to not really notice when things go wrong and you just like assume the best of everything and everything's fine and you don't need to bail. There's no one really has a lot of upbringing of like the middle. Cause like my mom, I remember growing up if, if I came home from school and said, so-and-so said this about me and she hurt my feelings. My mom's immediate reaction was you don't need to be friends with her anymore. You need to be done. It wasn't, let's have a conversation with this person Let's figure out how to work through conflict, Let's whatever. So that was my natural response. Did I leave a bunch of friends in elementary school? Not really, no. But then it led to, I mean, then like my nineness really came out of like avoiding conflict. But I've had an adult friendship that I purposely ended. And I was, did not realize it, but like in the middle of our situation, I was still healing from that. And I was, I reached out to this person who I had not talked to in like five years. And I sent her a message and said, this is what I believed to be true about conflict. Whenever I ended things with you, I'm sorry that you got that end of my learning. And that's what it resulted in. You know, I, I don't want to be friends. And I, I stand by my decision not to be friends with this person anymore. But that was such a pivotal moment to me of that. Cause I always say, what would have happened if I just sat down and told her how I felt? instead of just instantly writing her off. And so whenever all of this was going down within us, I was like, I think I was like in therapy at the time. Like I was like going through a bunch of other like personal growth Mm -hmm. and just like personal, not even growth. I was just realizing things about myself. And I was just like, I am not, we're not bailing. We can't. And I think a lot of it's like, it was too good. How can, how can you literally walk in in Athens and see them and be like, oh, that sucks because that once was. Why can't we just be? And why can't we just figure out what this can be? It can't be done. And I, I just like, ref- I was just refusing it. I was almost like stubborn about it. You definitely were stubborn. No, no. In a good way. What's the positive form of stubborn? Like Persistent. You were persistent about <clears throat> it. I felt like I gave it the college try like three times. And after that third time, I was like, this is no longer worth my grief. At some point, it's my fault that I'm feeling this way. Like I've said everything I need to say, blah, 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 blah. But I was never, I wasn't present of the fact, or I wasn't conscious of the fact that sometimes life is just unknowingly difficult and you just got to wait it out. And I think I wanted to rush because I think I'm a very impatient person. I think I wanted to rush the process to get to the to the resolve, 
even if it was like a halfway resolve. You know what I mean? So like I wasn't ready to just sit in the grief because like I could see where it needed to go. And the fact that we weren't getting there, I was like, oh, it's because it's not going to get there. It's fine. Whereas had I just like been okay to be unhappy with the present condition of our friendship, it would have turned out differently in the end or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. we've been talking a ton. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's interesting that like Aaron, you said like the two different approaches of like conflict is like either running or just like ignoring it or like think like pretending it's not there. So, cause like, so with Jeremiah, I think you like, you were saying you like, you know, bail, you wanted to bail at least. I think I had the opposite approach of like kind of ignoring that, like it was there, like the weirdness, um, the weirdness and even like the conflict sometimes, but then I would like, there's like one time miles and I went to fight and and I was like, I'm sorry. I don't even know what I'm sorry about, but I'm sorry. Just I, to like, I just get, want this to be, over. I just want it, it, to, it to be over. over. Like I, I want it too. to, yeah. I just yeah. wanted it to be like, nor- I guess normal again. Um, or you just get exhausted from the fight. Yeah. Maybe that, that's what it was. So I think that's where I found myself a lot of the time was like, I just want to be done with this conflict and like move past it, but still be friends. I didn't want to bail necessarily, but I just wanted to like be, be, be done with it. But then secretly, I think I, I did have a lot of anger like inside of me still that wasn't yeah because if you don't deal with it then we fought a lot about like your uh un like undealt with anger and just like how yeah not not like at myself at not at not at like you guys but necessarily but but at you guys too but also like, yeah at, like at there like there were times where i think like things didn't resolve because we would leave here you would say i'm sorry and everyone would think we would know what you were sorry for. And we'd get home and like process through it. And you would be like, no, I'm, I'm actually still upset. Yeah. And so we'd come back together again. And then it would be like, wait, I thought we dealt with this. And so yeah. it wasn't like, you know, like it, it was just like, a. there was a lot of miscommunication. There's a lot of like, and like, I think like self discuss. I think like miss self knowing or like, like we didn't, I don't know. We were learning ourselves too, I think. Mm-hmm. So, oh. I don't know. You got something? Yeah, no, I um, was just thinking about like how in how you're dealing with, how you deal with fights with moms. Like, <clears throat> there are two, and I'm not going to, they're too personal for me to share, but there are two subjects in our marriage that have come up, like two specific instances in our marriage that happened, ha- that have happened where <clears throat> we've thought about it but then they kept coming back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would be, in hindsight, this is what I know to be true for me. I was scared to say the actual thing I felt because I feared the reaction of him. Like, I didn't know how he was going to handle the words that I was going to say. But I just, what I needed more than anything, and I didn't know, was just to just say the thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's not going to bail, but I... Like there's something deep within me that thought that that could be maybe like a weird insecurity thought that that could be true. And so like, unless I just literally said, this is what I think. And this is why I think you did this. And like, this is flat out everything. And those two subjects in our marriage have not come up since I've had those like bare all. This is what I'm scared of saying. This is what, this is why it keeps coming up. Mm -hmm. And so I was finally able 
to say those things and I have no desire to bring those up again because mm. I felt like I finally dealt with them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I can so relate to you like leaving the conversation and being like, let's just be done. Like this is fine. But then later realizing like, Oh shoot. I'm like not fine about that at all. Like yeah. at all. And I also want to point out that whenever you finally said the thing to me, it was fine. You were surprised by it. No. But I was just terrified of just saying what I was afraid of. Yeah. yeah, but as soon as you finally said it, we were like, oh, we can finally get past that now. Yeah, and you, your natural bend is just to get past things. You you don't want to bring up past things um, hardly at all, which is okay. That's just how you are. Because you don't want to just, you just don't want to live there. Yeah, because I think... I, what I what I have a really hard time on is whenever we're having the same fight, and that's something that we always go back to. That's like one of the foundational things that you and I believe in as a couple is like, hey, we've had this fight ten times. There's something else going on here, and in that specific scenario, I'm think I can only think of one of them. It's okay. Yeah, um, but it was, hey, we've talked about this seven times now we still reach the same roadblock and then you go, Oh, cause it's actually this. And mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, then let's talk about that. Yeah. We talk about it. It's a heavy conversation. We come out the other end. We haven't talked about it since. Yeah. And I think for us, I think it, I don't know how much of it do we want to talk? Do you want to talk about it? I can talk about it. So, Growing up, I, I don't know how we could summarize it. Like, <laughs> I don't know how we could summarize it. I'll do my best. Growing up as a Southern Baptist white dude, I never realized that the odds are forever in my favor as a as in regards to like growing up, taking in all this information that you're handed down from your parents, and then just being like, "That's the absolute truth." And you reached a point in your life where you were like, "I don't know if that's true for me." Right. Mm -hmm. And that is the first time I learned what deconstructing your faith was, which is great, uh, especially now because I've had way more experience with it since you and I had that thing. And your part of the conversation was, I need to forget everything I learned. I want to start from the ground floor. I want to do this, do this, do this, do this. I want to be open minded. I want to experience all these other different types of things. And I would get hung up on the Senate. There's one sentence in particular amongst others that we don't have to share. But one of the things that you said was, I'm trying to remember the exact, to put it in context. It was essentially, what does logic have to do with this? And I remember like getting so hung up on that. And like, if I were noble, I would say it was to protect my friend, Hannah, but if I'm more honest, it was arrogance to thinking that you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And now that I'm on the other end of it, I just think that, you, for one, I have learned in my own life, I need to just be able to go, cool, just let me know what you come up with, you know? But because we had this relationship that was so intimate as the four of us, now six, including Noodles and Thea, um, we, like, I don't think Miles has farted since we moved to Athens that I didn't know about it. You know what I mean? Like we talk about everything together and I felt like this urgent need to like help you overcome it 
in a way that like it was our story and not just yours. Something I just thought about too is like there was a whole phase of our relationship where we literally would hang out and fight as couples in front of each other. Yeah. And help each other work through oh, yeah. uh, and like sort of mediate our own like fights, like being the same age as couples, like going through some of the similar things uh, at the time. Like that was something that we did regularly and it was super helpful to have somebody else be there to be like, Miles, you don't really mean that. Like when you're, when you're saying that, or like there's something else there. Uh, it's not about whatever. Um, and so I think that's kind of like what, what also happened is like, we, we got to this point where like all of a sudden that, that conflict was across the room instead of side by side. Mm -hmm. And like, we, we've done so much of helping each other, like overcome these like personal and like, like struggles together that like, that was a natural thing for you to want to do was to like help Hannah through that. Um, but then there were, there just wasn't like a logical answer. Like we had the same fight. Like there was a lot of times where it was like me and Jeremiah against Hannah because we, we were on the same like sort of thought process about what was going on. And that just like didn't play well in the room with four people when like everybody seems teamed up against you. And like you've often felt like we were all teamed up against you at times too. And so, I don't know. It's just like a weird dynamic. Like when you, um, we almost like did marriage counseling for each other for a while. Um, and at some point now, like the conflict has changed. Like we're not watching each other conflict with one another. We're like, we're conflicting as a group. Um, and like, how do you, how do you navigate that? That was, that was the question that like came up and we didn't know what to do. Right. I, I even, do y'all remember that one? I might even still have it. One time I pulled out a notebook and tried to make rules for our hang. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, do you remember what they were? No, probably was like, terrible. don't talk about it. I, it was like, I, I don't even know what they were. It was just, it was like, I was trying to be productive. I was trying to be so productive in it. Yeah. You were always like very practical of like, what are some things we can actually do? <laughs> like, Hey, whenever you say this, it's never helpful. So like, let's yeah. move past that phrase. But yeah. well, whenever you're talking about, we were each other's marriage counselor. Now hearing it on the other side, that's a huge red flag to me. No. Yeah. No, it, it got like, that's where the boundaries like were super off. Yeah. And so it was so, it was like this so intimate thing where you felt like you knew Hannah like better than Hannah knew herself at that point oh, that's because true. you're watching her like in these super high intense moments that you're not a part of. Um, and so you can pinpoint things about Hannah that like she's not seeing. And so it was maybe an obvious like thing for you to be like, Oh, like I can see through some of these things that Hannah's dealing with that. Like she's not noticing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's accurate, but that's like, that's what came to mind is like, of course, we're like jumping some of the steps of like, talk me through this process. Like, tell me what you're dealing with. Like, how can I help you to like, here's how we fix it. Did you realize you're rocking up? I've been, I know I noticed it earlier and then I forgot about it again. And then I, you're rocking a crib that ha doesn't have a baby. in Correct. it. Correct. That's um, awesome. But I'm just going to be doing it because that's just what I do. Sorry. I feel like we both realized it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It was really, I realized it a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and for for me, and I, I don't want to I don't want to speak for you. It it was never. I don't resonate with I know Hannah better than like I don't resonate with that as much as I felt. But we're a team. Why don't you believe me hmm. or trust you? Yes. Yeah. I fe- I didn't feel trusted. Mm-hmm. And or why can't we fix this? It, no? it was the first time in our friendship. I feel like I just said friendship so redneck. Like friendship. Friendship. <laughs> friendship. Like, Miles' high school name was Friendship. Friendship. Your high school name? F-R-E-N. Like the name of the school. But I felt like... I felt like there was nothing we as a group could not fix. Like right now, we're sitting here social distancing from COVID-19. We could have done that in the in the golden years of our friendship we like together, together we could have solved that no for sure and for this one thing to come up it started as a small thing it snowballed into a big thing i felt so abandoned as a friend to where i was like oh the rules changed like where was i when the rules changed is how i felt and now i'm looking at our friendship and i'm like oh can i bring that up to them now because like now it seems like that's like taboo or whatever. Like religion or yeah, religion. And it also, there was a season where it felt like everything came back to that. Mm. Yeah. And I tried to remedy it by being like, Hey, why don't we not talk about it? And then you felt like, Oh, you don't want to talk about the one thing I want to talk about. Yeah. Where for me, I was like, I just want to hang. Also, it kind of, I think it blinds. Okay. So at one point, and now this is on me so i'm fine sharing it anyways like at one point because my level of like insecurity of like another woman like that has always been in the back of my mind like Mm -hmm. i like i think i think i think whenever your parents divorce you kind of just that's just kind of your your mo for the rest of your life you just kind of fear that Hmm. and being cheated on in the past so like i have no logical reason to like fear that but like the idea that my husband was really upset with another woman, like didn't feel natural to me. Yeah. And at that point I was just like, that's whenever I think the boundary went up for us of, we were just like, Hey, we can't talk about this anymore because maybe this is what's caught. This is causing the problem. But like, what a blind side to just like throw at y'all. Do you know what I mean? Like that's like a, Mm -hmm. cause it definitely felt like it came out of nowhere but I thought it was an effort to protect the friendship. You know what I mean? Yeah. And as your husband, that's something I only need to be told once. No, I know. For I know. me to go, oh yeah, we gotta we gotta wreck that. Like this has to this has to stop. Mm-hmm. And that's whenever the real the conversation shifted to like, hey, that's whenever I was ready to bail. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, I'm like making Aaron like uncomfortable. Yeah, now. because fighting with someone is is like really personal is yeah. really intimate yeah 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 for sure yeah and yeah. i think that's what i was, I was like yeah i've I, and again just never navigating never navigating like closeness like this before as an adult like being like what what is happening <laughs> you know yeah because yeah. well, i oh sorry i was gonna say and to the point of like you know um i always start doing that uh, to the point of uh boundaries in adult relationships like we're, we're what we're saying sounds totally healthy to me you know like at the point that like we realize that's an insecurity that we have 
that like we're overly emotional about like what's going on yeah we totally need to probably like change something about what's going on like change at that point in the relationship is not going to be a bad thing and so for us to go through that and to come out on the other side and be like acknowledge okay things are kind of different right now but things are probably different in a way that's like healthier even if it's not like as shiny and happy as the golden years were sure like we're probably going to be better off for it sure in the long run this is the furthest from y'all i've felt since we moved here Hmm. wait like today just like like this this season yeah oh like i feel like i feel less close to y'all now than i've ever felt wait further than in the thick of it yeah because whenever you're in the thick of it that's in proximity you're still close because I think for me, like if yeah. I'm arguing with someone, I'm intimately close with them. But if right now I feel like compared, I mean, compared to the, the early, the honeymoon phase of our friendship, we're definitely like casual acquaintances compared to them. We're not casual compared to other relationships, but compared to where we were, it's much more casual than it was, which can, you know, Maybe that's like the dip that has to happen before you can grow healthy boundaries into being a new era of the golden, the golden age of a friendship, you know, like, yeah, but I think what I'm saying is like, I don't even think we need to use the golden ages or litmus test anymore. Like, no, sure. No, no. Like, I, I think like at some point we have to, to realize like we've still like, I think we genuinely, genuinely try to make an effort to hang out once a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we genuinely try to make an effort to like see y'all or y'all see us before we leave town. Yeah. And after you get back. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is kind of like a, and a... like catching up. Like I think those are like mm-hmm. patterns in our like relationship that haven't changed. Um, and and I think there are other like areas that we like we could work on staying more. Like there were times when the like, group group text was hopping and that's like sometimes a good thing sometimes a bad thing yeah we have a group text called oh friends and sometimes it is lit yeah. up it'll yeah. go for, sometimes like i'll look up and i'll be like have i been texting for an hour yeah <laughs> it'll go from zero to ten in like a second yeah. if we're all on yeah i yeah. have to turn the notifications off yeah, yeah it's too much uh but there are times when i'm like okay i i haven't texted them in like three days and like i feel like i need to reach out just to know that yeah just so they know you're making like yeah I, i'm still thinking about them but like I've never, like, I guess it never feels, like, far away from me. I guess it never feels, like, distance for me or, like, not not closeness for me because I've never had anybody that I cared to to keep in touch with that much. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, even, even some of, like, the people that I would consider my best friends right now, they're the ones who call me all the time. And I think about them sometimes, but, like, I, <laughs> I don't take the effort to like reach out and and like catch up with them because that's just uncomfortable for me right Mm. um you're not a pursuer in that way i'm not a pursuer in that way and i i feel differently towards y'all despite everything and so i'm Mm -hmm. like while things maybe feel different and i like i'm consciously aware that we went like uh like several days this week without texting like and i'm like wondering like okay is that because they're trying to give us plenty of space because of theo like Mm. we had a friend in town this week like obviously wanting us to have that kind of space like yeah um you know not knowing 
you know what all those kinds of things are but those are the things i'm processing throughout the week that i would not think twice about in other situations yeah um that just kind of give me this baseline of okay like as, as long as I'm feeling that way, <laughs> we all just got Corona. At the same yeah, uh, all, all of it. Uh, as long as I'm feeling that way, like I feel like there's sort of this underlying like current of like we're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think I think I agree with that. I just I feel like I've just become, if I'm honest, I'm just more cynical about the whole thing. Sure. And I wish that wasn't the story for me, but it totally is. Do you think some of that still comes from like your, like your, like as, as much, I think it's totally valid for you to be cynical about like us being the people who are going to be your couple friends who are remaining a couple and to all of a sudden have a kid. Right. Like, do you think some of it still stems from that? Cause I, no, I wish it did because that's a way more noble reason. Sure. Uh, like I wish that I looked at Theo and was like, "You ruined everything," but I don't because I'm just like, "You look just like your dad," and that's crazy. Like when I held Theo, I felt the same way I felt when I held my nephew, mm. where it was this overwhelming feeling of I freaking know you. Mm. Like I know your parents, and I know you're going to be awesome. Mm. And and at the same time, there was this like twinge of acidity to it tinge twinge of acidity to it where I was just like and you're never going to know like how good it used to be or whatever which is a very cynical thought and that's why I think like that's a cynical thing Mm -hmm. Um, but in the same way because I feel like the whole theme here is like adult friendships Mm -hmm. I feel like I got I dated a girl whenever I was in high school and she would hit me like in the face Mm -hmm. in front of all of our friends she would like beat the crap out of me and uh, anytime anyone makes any move, like one time Aaron playfully slapped me and I like did not handle it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I like have legitimate post trauma from that. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how much of my grief is think like how much, how many walls I put up in new friendships where I'm like, Hey, don't ask me about this super intimate thing. Cause I don't want to tell you. Mm-hmm. Because they were time, I'm thinking of one instance in particular where me and Aaron were like really in a heated argument, and I looked at Hannah and I was like, "Why are you? Why are you looking at me during this argument?" And Aaron thought I was scolding. It was just like this, and I was just very aware of like nobody has these conversations, mm-hmm. like nobody has arguments this intimate with another couple. Mm-hmm. And looking back on it now, there's probably good reason for that. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I thought like. It felt like intimacy, but now it feels like looking back, it was probably something else, mm-hmm. something less uh, healthy. Um, so in that high, high intensity, there's going to be definitely like low pendulum swings of what I feel like residue of now. Looking so. back on that, <clears throat> that in particular, like I think and like fixing each other's fights, like I think there was a part of the group because we got married at the same time. There was there was like a reliance on the group of like how to be married mm. in a way that like we needed to just go to our spouse for that. <laughs> but we found comfort in going to the group with it instead. Yeah. And that's yeah, we, there was a point where we would like wait to fight in front of y'all. I feel like. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because we didn't feel like necessarily that like we, we could, could get through get it. Through it. Hmm. And there were also moments where it, it became a joke almost whenever Hannah or Miles would say, you never told me that. Like y'all would like learn things about each other in real time in our relationship mm-hmm. in, or in our collective relationship. And at the time that was flattering. Now it makes way more sense that like that, that, that had to have an expiration date that sure. could not have kept up in a healthy way. Do you think like Miles said, like you can't like the golden years. Do you think you do compare it still to that? I don't know if that's what I do. Yeah, because I don't think that's a good thing to do. As mu- uh, and Just a quick note. <laughs> yeah, I'm an external processor, so I may, I'm, maybe I'm about to say some horrible things. Um, I don't know if that's what I do as much as, like, whenever I want to te- bring something to the group, it feels like the rules are different. And it's like, oh, I can't tell them that anymore. Mm. as opposed to before it was just like, Hey, I'll tell you everything. You know what I mean? And I don't know. Does that answer, does that answer any question? I don't know. No, that's I'm not really, but that's still a helpful. Cause I have to surrender the point that other people are going to listen to this. Like if there weren't mics on, I'd probably like go deeper into that. Probably. No, I mean, that's okay. I'm that's still, <clears throat> and that's still helpful to know. I'm trying to give Hannah space to talk because I feel like you haven't talked enough. I know. I'm not an external processor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to like summarize it all. I think I was in like denial. Like I s- said earlier, I think I was in denial of a lot of it while I was going through it. And maybe I haven't really even still processed a lot of it. But There was a point where you found out you were pregnant and you were like, it doesn't even matter anymore. Oh, that's not about. Okay. that's not That wasn't about this friendship. But that was about. No, yeah, yeah, no, but I, I but like, I, wait, what doesn't matter anymore? Like the so, okay, well, what you were dealing with that caused the schism. Okay, I was just wanted clarification. I knew that's what you meant, but I just want to make sure that that was clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I guess since basically since we moved to Athens, I've like, so kind of been deconstructing my like Christian faith. Um, and to the point where, like, every Sunday I would go to church and it would just be, like, an internal battle. Um, and I think I think I stayed. I think I kept going to church for a lot longer than I probably should have. Like, I just tried to keep, like, keep making it work. Um, but eventually... What? Where, where, where is this going? Well, I'm just trying to like kind of summarize like what what I was dealing with, I guess, okay. um, because then eventually, so but I, I I feel like I stayed quiet about it for like years. Um, I like I kept it all inside and just kind of tried to like keep going, keep going to church, keep trying, keep going to women's group, keep like going to Bible studies. Just like maybe it's just a phase, um, and then eventually I think I I brought it. I brought it up probably for, I think first to miles and then like pretty soon after that to, to like this friendship, but it definitely wasn't ready. Like, like any sort of, any sort of pushback or any sort of like, well, cause we still weren't on the same page about it. 
Yeah. Like that was another thing that like we hadn't even processed through before we brought it like up to y'all. Mm-hmm. Which is another red flag <laughs> in sure, retrospect. Sure, sure. <laughs> well, I had told you, but yeah, we, ha- I mean, we hadn't come to a, yeah, we hadn't come to a, we were pretty much on opposite teams. About it. Yeah. But, and, but any sort of like, let's get through this. Let's work through this. I took as, um, like, uh, like, um, direct, like directed kind of like to be a certain way. Uh, so yeah, I didn't take that well. And I think where, where this, the rift became apparent was that was your perspective. Your perspective was, and I don't want to put words in your mouth. Please correct me if I'm wrong here. Uh, at the, now I see clearly your perspective was, I don't want pushback. I need affirmation that it's okay that I'm feeling these things and I need, I need to keep going down this path. I don't want you to tell me I'm wrong. I just, I need to be this person right now. And my perspective was, well, as the group, we want to give you some, some thoughts to help this be as productive as humanly possible. Mm -hmm. And at the time you weren't trying to be productive as much as you were trying just to be in, in that place. Like it, like you weren't, it wasn't about productivity as much as it was just like about acceptance. Yeah. And also like finding myself. Cause like for, you know, a large part of my life, I just kind of went along. Like I'm, I'm a not Enneagram nine. So like, I just kind of went along with like what I was told to believe. But then suddenly, like for some reason, when I moved to Athens, when I got married, like I started becoming my own person and like, I got to the point where I was like, I don't care where I end up. I just want it to be my decision kind of. And so anything that wasn't that was like insulting. I wasn't equipped to just let you do it on your own. And I don't think we as a group were either. Cause it would have been weirder had you been like, Hey guys, I'm having this like paradigm shifting faith struggle right now. I just need y'all to be fine with it. And us just be like, yes, <laughs> that would have been way weirder yeah i know i don't know what i was expecting and that that was like a lot of the arguments was was y'all being like what do you need and i was like i don't know (laughs) right Um, and i think and i and i don't know what landing the plane would have looked like then i know we didn't land it but i and i don't know what how we could have done it better but it was definitely a thing that helped me see that like that was a season for us, just like the golden years were a season, just like the Theo season is upon us. Like at some point you guys are going to like have nine more children and like, that's going to be a season. False. Accidentally. <laughs> I'll find out before you guys do. Yeah. <laughs> You're actually pregnant. <laughs> what yeah. I-, I, well, and I, I told you guys this, like whenever you guys got pregnant, Whenever we had, it was about the time of like y'all or Christmas and then the shower and everything. I remember thinking like, wow, y'all getting pregnant really shifted perspective of like, we need to just get our ish together and, and, and figure out how to do this. And that, that to me, like, I guess, I guess I feel maybe, maybe I'm in denial with it and I need to really be honest with it, but I, I don't think I am. Like, I feel like we're, we're settling into like a new normal 
Like, I, f- I feel like it's going it, to, it'll happen. Like, and I'm not saying schedule wise, like with like baby and like, mm-hmm. I'm just saying like, just how we are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's close. And I'm, I don't know if I'm the only one. <laughs> cool. I agree. And I, I mean, like, I, I feel like we're getting there. Like, I, I don't know what it, I don't know what it looks like. I think there's still like, I mean, for me, there's always just sort of this like, Oh, we're we're all good, right? Like as we leave, you know, um, or like as as soon as like Jeremiah's like, you want to hit it? Like I'm like, you're not leaving because you're like feeling weird, right? Like, you know. I but hope you get that on. It just sounds like gurgling my, from where I am. Did it's he literally poop? Get a little toot. Oh, um, did he just toot on? Dude, he's pooping so hard. Oh, nice. His face. He's like smiling. Aw, buddy. Yeah, he did it. Good job. Um. <laughs> so I think there's. I think we're in a phase where like there's going to be a little bit of expectation around everything that happens for a while. Like as far as like just making sure our baselines are good. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because like so much of the communication was miscommunication for so long. Like I want to make sure we're over communicating. (laughs) Like, sure. Like, Hey, we're we're good. Right. (laughs) Like, Hey, you weren't like, you weren't upset. You weren't bored. You like, you just start tired you're just going home right yeah um well i'm also at a place where i think my emotions are overrated what like in a hang i think i'm like maybe i'm overthinking or maybe like i'm micromanaging my emotions to the point where i'm just like it doesn't matter what i think aaron had a great time like we were all in the room together and sometimes that's all i can that's like a win what happened that was a fluff oh did he just fart it was a good time so much Those is it just like seconds. really warm on your it leg might, right now <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i i've left i've left several hangs being like i don't trust the way i feel about that because i'll look at aaron and i'll say was that was that like old times was that fun for you and she's like you yeah. are comparing it because you've said that to me before may yeah and i feel like I don't think that I, I don't think that does justice the way I actually feel. I know, but I but you can't. Can, yeah, the fact that you said that so casually makes me th- like I'm just trying to protect you and say like like that's not a good headspace to be in. To, from after hang for the question to be, was that like it used to be? Like, do you think it could be different and good? I think it could be. For sure, like theoretically, a hundred percent. But I wonder. I think I wonder if I can trust it being good. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like as new ground, like would I believe that it's good? At at what point is that something we can help you with? I don't know. Like it sounds like just <laughs> inner work that I need to do. Cause clearly I'm the odd man out on this. Like you guys are like down to move to the next era. And I'm just like, I'm just like hanging out in the, well, I don't want you to feel like alone. Like, cause, like, I'm literally saying, like, it doesn't always feel like. Well, I also had the burden of the feeling the most left out at that point. Yeah. So, like, I'm definitely carrying the most weight. Which I'm literally trying to mitigate right now. Like, sure. You, you know what I'm <laughs> right. saying? Like, sure. No. Sure. I'm literally being to... overcorrected on that point. Like, right. I, don't, I don't want you to feel <laughs> that like way. Uh, because I'm. That's what I'm saying too. Is because I, I there were times during that whole thing where I felt like I was completely on your side but you still felt left out so like 
I want you to hear me say like it doesn't necessarily all just feel like Gucci all the time for me either, but like I'm I also wonder like at what point is it like oh we just gotta like we just gotta all just trust that we're we're all good right right well the other thought that I feel a lot now is at what point can I can I come to terms with the fact that our friendship as a whole cannot fulfill every facet of my life? Mm. Where like maybe I'm putting energy into our friendship because like I'm not dealing with something else in my life, mm-hmm. which is a very real thought, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, there was... A, so a, a thing that we do every time we release a new single, we stay up to midnight together and stream it mm-hmm. at midnight. And that's like a really sweet thing. You were so sad that we weren't with him last time. I wasn't going to bring that up. For telephone number. I wasn't going to bring that up. up. Do I? You just brought it up. No, no, I know. I wasn't going to bring up the fact that we weren't together for the, for the last one, but that, that, that is, it does seem like that. I, that made me realize like that you were like hopeful that we could still celebrate together. Right. He was sad. I was super bummed. But it was here, right? Do you know? Kate was here. Yeah, no, it sure. Was like, because that's the other thing. We're no, friends we with your up, friends. Wait, we no, it was a Thursday night because yeah. we ended up hanging out with y'all the Friday night, and we could have hung out that night. We just for some reason scheduled Friday, and I think we were trying to honor schedules because we didn't know like what Theo was into. Do you uh-huh. what he's into? Does he like music? <laughs> um, no, I no, I don't know. There's a reason yeah. behind it. No, I did. I did yeah. think about it, and like even I think Kate even brought it up, and she was like, "Don't y'all usually." Yeah, That's I why thought, I thought she was there because she, she brought it up. Maybe she brought it up after. Yeah. But, yeah. But it was okay. Okay, so go ahead, Ben. Uh, I lost my train we of thought. We do a thing where we get together and celebrate whenever singles release. We do, yeah, and it's a really sweet thing that we do because, you know, tiny indie band, we can take all the wins we can get, and that's always like a win. You know, like we're always having a great time together as the four of us, whatever. Um, I don't remember where I was going, though. I hope you don't feel like I was like, I got you or something. Like, I don't feel like... Whenever I, that's not the way I thought that was going, but that was a, that did seem like that was on theme for this whole conversation. Right. So you weren't going there. You were going somewhere else. I don't remember where I was going, but, uh, that was, that was weirdly fitting for this conversation. I feel like I, uh, I seem very whiny on this. Like, I feel like I'm like, I still sound like I'm like trying to duke it out, but I'm not. I still feel like in real time I'm trying to get to that place of this is going to be something different and I'm going to be okay with it. And that you can trust it. And that I can trust it. I don't trust the way I feel a lot recently. Yeah. Like I've, I don't feel like I'm necessarily the best keeper of inventory of my heart in a lot of ways. Mm. And that's something that I'm trying to do a better job of, especially whenever it comes to like big picture stuff because it's not just relationships where I'm like, Oh, they're being weird. It's been six months. I'm out. Like I do that in my own life. Like my, like zoomed in on like little things too. So it's not just y'all. It's like, uh, they, it happens, you know, and I'm trying to navigate that in a productive way, but I don't seem like I, I don't feel like I do a great job of that all the time. So sorry. I wish I knew where I was going with that. That's okay. I don't know where you go. Yeah. So where do we go as as <laughs> friends? Where do we go from here now? 
Like, how much time do y'all have as new parents to deal with friends? So much time. <laughs> I mean, like, in the in the sense that we literally have watched almost a whole, like, all of Breaking Bad in the last, like, four days. Like, we're both at home. We have yeah. nothing going on. I've thought besides. about just, like, popping over. And I'm like, I don't know if they would want that. What do you wish... What do you wish we knew about this right now? About mm. this phase right now? People without kids. What is something that we need to know? Because I feel so ill-equipped to be friends with Aww. people. And I have this weird expectation on myself to just like know what y'all need. And yeah. I just don't. In my mind, the only... Like... It, it interrupts everything that you do. But it doesn't have to... Like keep you from doing things you know what i mean like what, we, having a baby yeah yeah like we've been going to look at like look at houses which doesn't think like you don't think about that and you're like oh that's something that you would take a baby to but like it's been great to get out of the house it's been great to get out of the house we don't like we literally just like carry him around yeah. we'll like set him down in the car seat in the living room and walk around the house and like be totally fine and he's fine the whole time like We've, ta- we've like taken him to restaurants, like gone to Calentitos and like whatever, like we're going to have lunch with people tomorrow. Like it's there, we can do more than like I think people would think. And it's we're not just that tired. We're tired. <laughs> but at this point, it's not. And it might get harder. I don't know. But like at this point, he's pretty like mobile. He's pretty chill. Like we we can take him places. We can do things. We can do whatever you pretty much want to do as long as he can like be in a car seat while we're doing it. Uh, and it's not that, not that big of a deal. It's not like a super huge burden on us. Like I wish he had slept more through this podcast than he is currently. No, this part of the podcast he was great on. It was whenever we tried to do the podcast earlier. His birth story. He was birth story. He wasn't into sure. It's a little distracting for the person who's trying to deal with him constantly, (laughs) like being happy, trying to tell the birth story and him just yelling at you the whole time. Yeah, look at him. Um, Yeah, but other than yeah, other than that, like just having cabin fever and like wanting to get out, wanting to get out. So you can do more. So is that saying like actionable, like? Hey, you can still invite us to stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Like, let's go out to lunch or do something. Yeah, we have all this. We don't. We're not working. We have you guys are in our apartment. Yeah. Thanks for coming here. Yeah. Well, I mean, COVID nineteen. Yeah. What the heck? And now we have double cabin fever. <laughs> yeah. How's? It? Yeah. Okay. What else do we need to know? Well, I just I like I think all that to say like I think it's really easy to get in your head that like you just have to stay home and stare at this baby the whole time. Yeah. When really like it's super not hard to just like set him, yeah. like put him to sleep, set him down and play a board game or like, you know, do something with people. Like it's not, it it's, doesn't have to be difficult. We just might have more interruptions than we normally would. Yeah. Um, and you might have to listen to a baby cry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give you some good like cooing so they can put. It I in need the it. Intro. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that needs to be there. He just smacked himself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> can you like touch his stomach or something? Make him talk. <laughs> That's actually noodles. <laughs> he doesn't like it. Okay, sorry. No, it's good. 
Okay, I feel like I feel like we did it, fam. Do y'all feel oh, good? No. Yeah. Is there anything else we need I to just, air <laughs> out? Everyone feels sorry. So how do we land? How do we? Is it just time? Yeah. I think it's just time. That's a good point. I think it's just time. Yeah. Because the the thing that I'm on a on a small scale, like zoomed in, I'm so fascinated by how little of a deal that reconstruction of your faith seems to me now. I know. It was such a, I mean, yeah, that's like Miles said earlier, like whenever I found out I was pregnant, I was like, oh, this is what matters now. Like mm-hmm. me figuring out like exactly what God is like, isn't real in the, yeah, it's important, but like, it's not worth, I don't know. It's just not as important to me anymore. Yeah. And I think that's okay. But it's that, not, that, yeah, it's not worth like the, the, the like stress I was putting on myself and our, like, and our, everyone around me really. The air, I, I think it's arrogant. I'm pretty sure it's arrogance of me listening to you say that now of, yeah, just what I think God is, is just like, not like that important. Like me then would have been irate at that sentence. Just knowing like, I like if I begin a thought, I need to finish a thought and just like giving you the freedom to be the person that you are. It's just like, it just doesn't matter now, which is great. Hmm. Like to me, like it's fine that, that that's important now, you know? Um, yeah. You've had moments in the last six months of hearing something about someone trying to figure something out. You know what I mean? And then being reminded of like, oh man, I really, I really tried to force Hannah to figure that out. And I handled that wrong whenever I did this or whenever I did that. You've had a lot of those moments in the last bit. Yeah, because we had, uh, we had Anna Kate Auden on, on the podcast and she talked about, uh, about how she's going through something similar. And I felt so familiar with those things because like, you know, we talked about it Mm -hmm. and then uh, I made the comment on the podcast that I've never met a white dude or any dude, any straight dude that has gone through a deconstruction of faith. And then the next week, a dude like my friend was here and he said, dude, this is what I'm going through. And I wish, I wish you could be present in the moment of, Hey, this is going to mean something to me someday. Cause at the time I would only carry the frustration of it and I miss the meaning of it and like the importance of it to you and all the things that it gave me in future relationships is like invaluable to me Mm -hmm. because whenever he was saying those things, I just sat there and I listened to him and I said, is there anything that you need? Mm -hmm. And he said, no. And then we talked about something else. Yeah. So we're sitting at midnight of our Corona party, and I feel like it's we need midnight. to end it. Corona it's midnight. Party. We need to end this on a happy note. So let's end it on a happy note. I, uh, I'm picturing us. We're 60 years old. Theo, how old will he be? 30. When he, when we're 60. Because uh, I'm 30. When you're 60, he'll be. Yeah, because I'm 30. Yeah. Uh, and he's gonna be like, "Wow, it's weird how much y'all still hang out." That's, I don't know. Is that positive enough? Does that feel too forced? Yeah. No, I'm, I think that's going to happen. 
He hates it. No, he's like, no, no, no. no. He just got jokes on it. He hates it. He gags on his pacifiers. Well, it doesn't help that he's got a nose full of snot, so he like... Keys. Love that, yeah. dude! It's hard to breathe through your nose Keys sometimes. To swallow, y'all. I've been using that like super controversial like snot sucker thing that they talk about. Wait, yeah. the booger scooper? The one that you like literally like suck, suck it, it out with your, your own mouth? No, dude, fam. Dude, I've seen no, that so dude. many times. And no, it, it's so no. many people are it's so, so not into nice. it. It's so nice. It is so the good. best ah, thing in the world. Nice. Wait, what? What's the argument against it? Are you gonna get some brain? Like, what do you? Whenever you suck out? Like, no, yeah, no. People just think it, like your reaction is like why people are like, I will hell no, I will I'm never not, do that. Oh, but yeah, I, I'm but right. I think it's super. But it super works. It's so effective. But oh my gosh, I just the thought of it. It's so satisfying. It's no, like, that's it's very like satisfying. popping a huge pimple. That I now can I'm, I can see that for your baby. That I'm very sense. pro pimple popping, but the idea of sucking out a boogie and it being like even if it's like protected, baby, you, would, you would do that for me. Imagine sounding. And I will say that I would do it for Aaron. Like, Imagine sounding like he sounds. Yeah. And not uh, being able to like clear your nose, like yeah. he can not being it, able though. to just do a no. He can't not on not on command. I know, but when he's feeding, like he... when it gets enough in there that it, like uh. it has nowhere else to go, he'll swallow it. Yikes. But, like, oh shoot! He Yikes. can't just like snort snort it back and get rid of it on his right. own and blow his nose. Like, yeah. Mm. yeah, that's why I'm like, it's so relieving for him, for him, for me to be able to do that. Yeah, and babe, I think you would you would get on board if you had to. And also, like, you have literally put your finger in my nose, swirled it around. Like for funsies, I know, as like a joke, and I couldn't get it out fast enough. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't do that to you. I know. We have a very like. Well, it's not it's uneven. Fine. No, no, you do anything gross. for me. I, I would know. do anything I know. for you. Well, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I derailed um, that a little bit. No, no it's okay. great. Okay, so no, listen, this. <laughs> I'm very hopeful about our friendship. Same. Me too. Jer- well. Jeremiah, Jeremiah, you little, you little piece. Why would you do that? No, no, I'm I'm hopeful that we will remain friends. Like I am. Okay. Wait, let me feel the way I feel. Okay. I'm hopeful that we will remain lifelong friends. I am not hopeful. I can picture what it will look like. That's fair. What? Okay. Wait, what was confusing? About? I just imagine like one time. Your friend Bryson, your friend, our yeah, friend. Yeah, your friend. Yeah, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you were in a our, band with him. No, I know. Bryson's like a brother to me, too. But, like, our friend Bryson was, uh, it was right after they had their baby, Nora. And we were, like, complaining. Like, Bryson was complaining about his parents. We were complaining about our parents. And he goes, Y'all, in 20 something years, Nora's going to be complaining about me. And so, like, I think, like, in 20-something years, Theo's going to be, like, like, I imagine him talking about us. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not just you. I mean, obviously, you guys. But I imagine us being in Theo's conversations, not just, like, oh, like, a Friends episode of, like, look who my grandmother used to hang out with. They had friends. To, no, like, like, I think he's going to, like, know us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I will say, my one expectation was not met when y'all had Theo because my first thought was they're going to move back to Texas. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. So in that way, like, and I think that was another thing why I was like so bummed at that point because I was like, oh, we're losing them completely. Hmm. So uh, I'm clearly not a good judge of what's to come. Oh, I just touched my eyes. Does anyone else not? Do you have coronavirus now? No. I, yes. I, it, it, that's the hardest thing for can me. You, can you clarify this? that you're kidding? You don't have coronavirus? I, I'm kidding. Okay, cool. 
No one does in this apartment. Okay, so we always end each episode. Uh, love you, fam. That's love a positive you. note. Love you, love you guys. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Yeah, Jeremiah. Yeah, Aaron. <laughs> look how green. <laughs> look how green Noah's Paul. Uh, Noah's. Look how green noodles Paul's Is are. Is that? Um, yeah, they're like lime green. They're like, like lime green. That doesn't look like grass green. It's mud they're and like green. Jello green. Is they're she, jello yes, green. Yes, it is jello green. Do you think she's okay? No, no, that's definitely dog Corona. You've never Corona heard of dog. the green paw. Green paw. The, the green dreaded paw. green paw. First sign of dog Corona. Uh-oh. Uh, so let's end she with something been... that we're super into right now. Okay. Yeah. Hit me with it. Devs. Are you? Have you started it? Dude, it's so, so good. good. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so, so good. good. Oh, really? I did, the third episode, yeah. I wasn't sure about. Like the, the third episode, I was like, what is happening? And then like halfway through it, you're like, oh, okay. Like it all made sense. And that's why it felt super weird. I just don't want another, another show like Lost where you're like, n- nothing ever gets answered. I don't think it's going to be like that. I Because like that's not how, well, that's sort of how the rest of his stuff has been. Um, but like I really loved Annihilation. I really loved Ex Machina. Uh, Alex Garland. Same guy. Stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, and he was an, I didn't know this, but he was an author before he was like, oh, I could tell stories making movies too. Um, and I just love his like super plausible sci-fi kind of stuff. Hmm. That's like, it's, it doesn't feel like campy or like super extra um, as far as sci-fi goes. It feels like very familiar. Hmm. Um, when you're watching devs, you're like, oh, like this is just like a super, like this is just like next year's Google. Hmm. Um but everybody just feels perfect in it. Like, uh, I'm I'm loving seeing a different side of Nick Offerman. I know. Um, and that's like, yeah, he's been really cool. So good. Uh, and just like they throw it. you some curveballs, and you're just like, am I seeing what I'm really seeing right now? And like, but then you're like, oh, that's probably the first thing I would do with that technology. Um, so it's just like it's it's really cool to hmm. like see it all play out and like explore um the logical uh directions of technology that um amidst this really interesting story so hmm. i don't know i love it uh i love the whole aesthetic of it um the promo photos look awesome yeah i'm still not ready to jump into tv yet but that, that'll be one of the first ones i'll watch it's good mm. what am i into it's hard it's hard to <laughs> Who am I? Like, am I a person still? Um. <laughs> Sorry, that's funny. I would say, like, going for walks with Theo. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was uh, was always something I was into before mm-hmm. he was born, but, yeah. Means more now. I always think it's so dope when you see, like, someone running, like, down millage with, like, a roller. Yeah. They're, like full sprinting with a roller yeah. and there's someone on millage every now and then that has twins and you're like, I, I bet you're so jacked under that shirt. Mm. Like I can tell you're so ripped dude. But, Oh, uh, okay. With twin. Yeah. That's yeah. Funny. He has twins and he's like sprinting and I'm like, Oh, I bet he, I bet he could do a muscle up like right now. <laughs> How old were the twins? I couldn't see him. They were covered up. Yeah. But he was not. Can't even imagine twins. I mean, so walks. Yeah, I just really like getting out of the house, getting some fresh air. Yeah, walking around our neighborhood. He loves them too. He's every time we leave the Does house. Does he really? He's like, he's totally chill. He's like, sure, let's do it. Car rides, 
walk loves around the neighborhood. Uh-huh. Anytime it. he's moving. Whenever we get <laughs> back, is, let's go somewhere. Yeah, I think he just. I was. I used to go for walks a lot when I was pregnant, and so now he just likes anything that moves. Yeah. Hmm. What about you, E? Um, I've been really into skincare. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You seem extra radiant today. It's okay. Um, what are some of your regimens? So whenever we were last in regimens. Nashville, Nashville uh, there's this like serum from Trader Joe's that I've always wanted to try, but usually their face stuff is like around the six dollar range, and this one is nine ninety nine. So I didn't know if it was worth the plunge. Yeah. And <clears throat> but our people, our friends that we stayed with, she had a tube of it in the guest bathroom, and I tried to squirt. And it was so velvety smooth that I bought up two bottles today. Oh. I got one for me and one for my mom. I'm very excited about it. I've also just like been into this pixie eyeshadow stick. Just really Did you buy it when we were at Target? Yes. <laughs> Do you want it? Do you want to use it? It's <laughs> no. C- it's cool. But I, we were... Yes, I got it on sale. Last we were time getting we went to Target. milkshakes. Hannah, this was before you guys had Theo. Yeah. That's how long it took you to use it? Was this... No, I'm just into it right now. And I want a different color, so I'm going ahead and telling you because I want to buy it. <laughs> Mine's too orange. Who are you being dressed up for in a quarantine? <laughs> Did we actually get milkshakes that time? No. Here's what we got. We I went to Target. Confused. You got a robe to wear. Or you got oh, like a yeah. That was a very confusing trip. Because yeah. we went for dessert and you ended up coming. <gasps> you got a basket for his laundry. We did get milkshakes though eventually. Oh, and I said, do you guys want to go to cookout? Oh, yes. Yeah. And we did and I my stomach got upset. Oh, yeah. Banana fudge. <laughs> That's how it ended. That's how the night ended. I was like, okay, guys, please leave. I'm in the bathroom again. <laughs> but we Why did like, I just share that? Sorry. Okay. But super into skincare. I've just like been into like a regimen lately. You love it. The new serum. I've, I wear sunscreen every day now, and I feel like I'm protecting myself. Love it. Do you want me to stop? I could go on. I'm, I know. I'm, I I'm keep, trying to give you that space I mean, I went to I went to TJ Maxx the other night yeah. with the little Christmas gift card. Yeah. And I just got a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. Hannah's, my fa- Hannah's my facial friend. Mm. Yeah. I've been not been. Face mask. Recently. I'll come over and I'll make you do one. Okay. Okay. That sounds great. Thing I'm super into is the new Killer song. Oh, what is it? I'm it's really into the cover art. I haven't listened to it yet. It sounds like all their other songs. Yeah, but they will always have this is nostalgia this, in in yeah. their songs that I'm just like, please so don't this change. This is Killers, not Brandon. Right. This okay. is. What's funny is that last week I got an alert that said uh, Brandon Flowers has a new album, and it was some hip hop artist with the same name, and I was like, dude. That has to like help that, with streaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Brandon Flowers song, man, or that album we listened to. Desired Effect. We love that album. This one, I don't know. The Killers, it seems like they're just like going for a victory lap. And whenever you've made an album as good as Sam's Town or Hot Fuss, like you don't have to like prove anything anymore. But it's to me, it's like I just love living in a world that has new Killers music. Yeah. But there's like, if you listen to it being like, oh my gosh, what did they do this time? It's like the same, but in a really fine way. Like it's Brandon Flowers, who's one of my favorite singers. And it's a band that I will always, that will always be one of my favorite bands. I, I went to Voodoo Festival when I, in 2000, 2004. I was in the eighth grade and I went to see Green Day headline 
but there were like all these other artists that I wanted to see and uh, Sugar Cult was playing. Well, what's funny is the killers were playing across the field and there was a guy, and I could picture it really, really well. There's a guy, th- so we camped out to see Sugar Cult, and we're at the front, like on the rail. And the guy next to me, like the Killers, are finishing their set, like they're playing. Uh, somebody told me, mm-hmm. and it's like the crowd's going nuts, and we can hear them, like the echoes from the across the field. And a guy in the tiny crowd waiting for Sugar Cult screamed out, "I wish the Killers would shut up so Sugar Cult could play." And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and I regret that so much yeah. now. Aww. Like I regret that I wasn't on the other side of the field yeah. because two hours later I met the lead singer of Sugar Cult and he was a jerk to me. Oh, yeah. no. He had two girls on either side of him and I went and I was like, I wish I could ask for an autograph. And he's like, yeah, but you can't. And then he just like walked by oh and I was God. like, maybe the killers are better than you. So oh, that's awkward. yeah. So anyway, Okay, fam. Uh, this was a hoot and a half. Thanks for bringing Thea. Thanks right. for having a very emotionally taxing convo. I know. I'm basically asleep right now. Samesies. Same yeah. Well, okay, have a good quarantine. We'll see you. Maybe we'll see you in a week. See you on the flippity flop. Who knows about what's going on by the time this releases? Who knows? Bada bing, bada Stay boom. safe out there. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. This might be one of those things that, like, the, uh, <laughs> that the, that the, few remnant people that survive coronavirus find and the last remaining people hear this yeah and they take it as like some sort of like bastion of human society that and they base all friendships off of this episode yeah They're <gasps> like oh this is how we should do things you're welcome it was hotter than Atlanta when you fell out of a camera we were melting on the pavement i was too afraid to say when you asked me what my name was because i thought that you were famous i couldn't tell if you were staying when you got my information if you never wanted me to call you back Why did you give me your telephone number? How could you do me so dirty like that? Why did you give me your telephone number? I was shaking like a promise That I could never keep honest You were holding down the sidewalk Doubling down on double tall And then you flick me away Like your American spirit And now you're blowing smoke And I ain't trying to hear it It floats into the clouds And it comes back as rain Just because you said it once Don't mean it goes away